0: Of Block Talk presented by Theodore the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco, committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear, perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off with their purchase at daffboy.com with the code BlockTalk15. That's BlockTalk15 at daffboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaternow.com for latest news reviews and interviews. Canada vs. the World brought us the two iconic comedy challenges in a single episode, and somehow, against all odds, the queens of the world bombed both. How? It's time to talk all things Canada vs. the World, and joining me is the Toast of Calgary, Tanana. Who are you? I'm alive. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, wow, comedy in Canada not not two things that go together, apparently.
1: I mean, maybe they're just not picking the funny girls. Bloop. Hey, listen, the casting of this
0: season's just, it's been interesting to say the least. Choices, choices, choices. All right. Well, before I begin, as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters presented through us the reality television production. We are shown with the editing when television show wants to see. We are actually what is presented. Yes, these are real people living in an opportunity to go on television show to show their craft, but they're also putting themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on the podcast is very entertainment to discuss reality television show. All right, now we can say whatever we want. Slay. Allegedly. I, say it. I got it. Allegedly. I have to put this out there, especially because since I'm going to be at DragCon London. I might meet the girls and if they listen to the podcast, they have to know that I love them, but I'm going to read them with filth if I have to.
1: I hope almost every drag race girl knows that I love them, but the ones <laughs> that I don't, I hope they know that more.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a whole different story. Listen there. I've already told my assistant um, for London. I was like, listen, there are people that I've talked about so poorly on the podcast that I don't think I can actually go up to them and feel in good conscience, have a conversation. And I said, Rajo Harris, is one of them. And it's going to continue this episode. Oh my God. Plus. Oh my God. Two episodes in out of six. Yeah. Is it going to get better? Are we okay with the season? How are we feeling?
1: I think episode one was really strong. Yes. And y'all lying about your rankings because Rita Bega was the worst, but it's fine. Um episode 2 I was I was so excited. I was like, damn, this is already better than UK versus the world. Like, yeah, maybe Kendall should not have gone first, but it seems like they're really strong and then episode 2 started and I was like, maybe I lied.
0: Yeah. Um a lot of things happened in this episode that were questionable. But there were yeah. some really good conversations. There so were. I think that was the better part of this episode was like the social aspects, not the drag. <laughs> oops And you know. well kendall has uh, sashayed away stephanie thanks vanity she is to show and prove to the world that she deserves to be there we're going to hear kendall ask for a vote for miss congeniality as kendall writes in her mirror message that stephanie deserves a second chance to shine how sweet of her we love kendall
1: that's so nice and like true she had her moment to shine and like she did it's nice that she's giving like her sister and like my hometown queen a second Mm -hmm. chance so like that's true i appreciate that Manily says this is the name of
0: the game and she has come to play the game she is congratulated for her win and she feels really good as performing is what she does she thinks everyone needs to be scared and step their cookies up period so since this is an international all-star season we have to take the official reveal of who the non-lip-sync winner queen chose to eliminate so Rita, let's see who you go and take out of your titties. She reveals that she too would have selected Kendall to go home. And I will say that I was a bit surprised. Is this who you thought she was going to select?
1: Honest, um, a bunch of us in Calgary, like were talking about it and we we're all like, Rita chose Stephanie and Stephanie's going to go off on her. Like they're going to start the next episode with a fight. And then she didn't. And we were like, slay. I was shocked.
0: Um, Stephanie was ready to yell at Rita, but she selected Kendall as she thinks Stephanie deserved another shot and Kendall has made the top three. And she says in conventional that she knows Kendall is a big competition. So we know how Rita is going to play the game, but the rest of the cast doesn't. That's true. So is this the new strategy going forward on these shows if you are an early boot and get cast on an All-Star season? Get the sympathy vote that you didn't show enough on your original season and they're going to keep you to stay longer.
1: I mean... Yes and no. Like, that's worked for people before, but it hasn't as well. hmm Like, the the amount of people that have shown up and they've been in the bottom of the first episode, and they're like, I went home way too early on my season, I have so much to show. And they're against somebody that was, like, not that. Like, they were later out or, like, a top three. And then they just sent home whoever's, like, got less clout. Yeah.
0: It was interesting. I mean, I, I I think Stephanie it was still a very interesting choice to be on this season. Um, I know there were probably a lot of factors. I mean, obviously, she spoke about last episode where, um, I mean, representation does matter. And uh, we were going to lack that if she wasn't cast. So
1: I think she also like, she was like, very much like she put so much into her package last season that going home second, like, kind of sucks because like, She had great outfits. I'd like, and everybody knows that these girls are spending way too much money on Drag Race these days. So I do feel bad that she like invested so much and hopefully making it farther. And I think people saw that because like her finale outfit was the best of the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like it was so good they showed it in the trailer for the season. So I think she kind of had the like redemption look queen moment and maybe didn't
0: live up to it it's possible well vanity will say that she is a firm believer in second chances and representation and when she had her chat with stephanie she said being the asian queen uh, the only asian queen she had to represent and she had to do that in her season as the only black queen but let's also not forget that kendall was a black queen who vanity just eliminated just don't want anyone to forget that fact yeah uh, i know there's a lot of factors into it and um just a reminder maybe brooklyn should have like maybe not put two queens of color at the bottom
1: I mean, I think based on things that were out of certain queens' control, one of those queens was going to end up in the bottom no matter what.
0: That's true. That's very true.
1: I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that. but <laughs> Deep. Stephanie says... <laughs>
0: Stephanie says it was the worst feeling ever, and it will be. It will never happen again until you know this episode, but then never again. Um, maybe maybe, maybe <laughs> okay. until uh, Philippines versus the world, but then never again. I think she will definitely be on Philippines versus the world when it happens. Uh, maybe they should have saved her for that. Then I think so too. Um, that's a whole different story. Um, let let her have a third chance. Third time's a
1: charm. I mean, yeah, Juju B's had four. Exactly.
0: Well, and five if you uh, count Queen of the Universe. Oh god. <laughs> I mean in is for
1: counting drag you. Oh god. <laughs> and secret celebrity. Oh,
0: drag you. Did you know that they are selling pins for drag you on the World of Wonder um website? You can buy a drag you pin. I have the Canada one. Who wants the drag you pin? Who remembers drag you?
1: That really was a rough spot.
0: You were probably a diapers when that was on. No. <laughs> maybe
1: (laughs) i've seen the the infamous ring scene that's kind Mm -hmm. of it yeah it was it was a show so now we're going to turn to
0: a very important discussion led by victoria and she says that diversity is important and she has a question for stephanie she will ask as the only cis woman there did stephanie use the word fishy in her verse and stephanie will say yes so victoria will ask if she might understand why that might be an offensive term to a cis woman or anyone with a vagina Stephanie will say that she didn't know and believe the word fishy was like in the Philippines, you call gays there ladyboys, which is an insult and now used as a word of reclamation. Victoria will explain that people use it to say that they look like a biological woman as it connects a woman's vagina to smelling like a fish. Victoria will tell us in confessional that she understands that the term was used in drag culture which goes back years and years and she says it was terrifying to bring it up as she knows not everyone will agree with her she just does not want to hear misogyny in drag culture anymore now back to the group she will say that this is an international season with people from all over the world who have very different meanings for very different words to which stephanie says thank you for educating her all right shall we dissect this
1: yeah It. I mean, I agree with Victoria. Mm -hmm. I thought it was, like, pretty general knowledge at this point that we just, like, don't really say that anymore. I mean, I know that in the Calgary scene that Stephanie is a part of, people have been called out for using that word and other words like it. So I'm not, like, I don't know how she kind of missed that, but she has also, like, never really run with the same circles as me, so maybe she just like didn't know genuinely Mm -hmm. or like thought it meant something else or I don't know but yeah I agree with I, I agree with Victoria like it's been made clear so much in the past few years that like cis women and people that do have vaginas are uncomfortable with this like I thought it was known after like season like six when um Courtney was on um,
0: I mean, it was also discussed on season three of Dragula by Halloween. Um, I heard her point about the term fishy. I've not used the word since. Similarly, with the word doll, um, it's been pointed out it's an offensive yes. word for trans women, and thus it's out of my drag vocabulary. I've had many people come with the argument that so and so used it, so it's fine. That's not the point. There are other words, other terms, other phrases we can use, and thus we don't need to use those terms.
1: Exactly. Like, the English language has billions of words. Why can't we, like, just use a different one that's not offensive?
0: Right. It's one of those things where, especially in drag culture, things evolve. People evolve. Sure. There are definitely RuPaul songs where the word fish is involved. And... That's fine. It's it, it's part of an older culture, and we are evolving. It's now come to everyone's attention. It's not a word to use, so let's all please stop using it. If, if someone feels disrespected or feels like it's misogynistic, then stop using it. I don't know why there has to be a pushback, and I feel like there's been a lot of pushback since this conversation happened on the show.
1: I appreciate that, like, these conversations happen. I think it's so necessary, mm-hmm. like, I know in Calgary specifically like around Halloween the last like two or three years there's been like a bunch of people being like stop using a certain word a very classic Halloween word that I don't want to say because it's racist mm-hmm. and people still use it as a, like a way to promote their shows or they name their show this and it's like it's been brought up so many times in like the Calgary community specifically that I, it like pisses me off. Because yeah. it's, it's general knowledge at this point, every queen in this city should know, because so many of us every year post, like, don't use this word, it has a racist past, like, cite our sources, like, here's, an, uh, like, things you can read about it, and then people still use it.
0: Now, Raja says that she can relate, and she does not want people to focus on her genitalia either. And I got to say, maybe the editor should have kept this out because I don't think this was necessarily a reference to what the conversation was, but more so about tucking as opposed to the offensive word. Um, oh. I did not understand why they kept it in there because Raja made it as a joke as opposed to actually a serious conversation. Um, and then Vanity will say that they will not use the word fish as they are around an AFAB woman, which I think defeats the point. Don't use it no matter what. Why did you say, yeah. well, Victoria is here. We're not going to use it. That's where I'm like, I don't think everyone was properly listening.
1: Yeah, that was like, that comment was really weird to me. But also, I would assume that they're friends. They're on the same season. So I would assume that she would know. And maybe she just like, worded it improperly. Like, she was like, trying to say like, oh, now that I know that from an AFAB woman, or performer, like and that's how you feel, I will no longer use it. And they just kind of like jumbled up their words and made it sound like they wouldn't say that when they're around AFAB people. Yeah. Which, what?
0: I think this was an important conversation that Victoria brought up. It gutted me to see her nervous to even express it. And I think that just shows how much more work we have to do when it comes to these conversations. Yeah um do you think people heard it or is this just gonna be a blip in oh it was on drag race and that's it move on
1: i mean i've seen so many people talking about it online that i hope that it's not just like a blip and that people take it seriously but people are very like black and white on this issue right now people are either like it doesn't matter or it does matter like i haven't really seen anyone be like oh i see both points like People are either like, no, just don't use the word. Or people right. are like, well, I'm going to. It's quite strange.
0: Yeah, it, it is very strange. And I do hope um, the people who I've had conversations in the past prior to this moment on the show will now understand why I was trying to guide them away from that word. Yes. Um, but it's also not necessarily my place to have that
1: conversation. I mean, yeah, if you can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Exactly.
0: Now the queens are going to get out of drag as Raja doesn't know what the alliance game is. So she's ready to get her claws out. um, So no one sends her home first, Uh, a little foreshadowing. Vanity is wearing a horrible safari outfit as she is carried in by Victoria and Rita as it's a brand new day in the workroom. She is hoping to continue on the high that she is on. Now Anita is feeling good. She was soaking up the first week as the only representation of her country, but now she feels like she has friends, she is feeling comfortable and has herself back. It's nice to have friends, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: I love most that. of the time. So sweet. She's so kind. I can't I hope I get to meet her. She's lovely.
1: Yeah, she wasn't at con LA, was she? No, because they were filming.
0: <laughs> bitch Me, that's like, why Candle wasn't. That there. Up earlier. Kendall wasn't there because uh, oh. uh, she was supposed to be there. And then she was like, oh, I'm going go. to go. I have to be somewhere. Boop. There she well, is. Well, because somebody else dropped out and they said, Kendall, we still have you on contract. You have to be here in two weeks.
1: hmm
0: I mean, I, I mean, I've said it on the podcast before. My conspiracy theory is that maybe she was knocked out early because maybe she didn't have a full package ready because last minute, like, ah, this one can't come because she's sick. Um,
1: yeah. I I think that she might have maybe kind of known that her package wasn't the strongest mm-hmm. and it's better to be knocked out early and only show one bad outfit than <laughs> a lot of them even though she, I'm say what that she was supposed us- to wear this week and it was ugly
0: if the queen who did not get to compete was actually competing they would have won the season i'm gonna say hands down
1: they would have won no they would not have <gasps> no they would not have why not She's a bad mamma Gemma from the south, but she is not gonna win.
0: <laughs> okay, fair. She just she did separate pussy up on the last season she was on.
1: Yeah, but then she did drag race live with that horrible ponytail. That's fair, that's fair. And Come the on. weird bangs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think right, she said so everything she could. That's possible. Also, having that's why I, that's what I feel about her her. Raja,
0: but we'll get to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anita thinks she is being underestimated and feels like a dark horse. And uh, as the caption says, insert neighing evilly, sound effect here. (laughs) Neighing evilly. Isis will ask if there are alliances yet and Rita jokes that she has one with all of them. And Victoria notes that it's suspicious that everyone is on their best behavior so far. Raja will say that when they all paired off in a group, she felt the energy was very much like, oh, we're team candidates. Which Isis is like, I did not move from my seat. They touched me. I had no say here. No. The alarm sounds as Brooklyn Heights arrives. Bare-chested in a suit as it's time to start reading. To read or not to read. And after this one, I say, let's stop reading.
1: Oh my god, I forgot about this. I forgot this happened.
0: Um, oh god. Reading is what? Fundamental. But apparently these eight did not learn
1: how to read. These girls are illiterate. <laughs> let's go through
0: them. And we're going to try to decipher what went wrong. Victoria on Silky, we all know you love to talk and I love listening to you, but you do talk for so long that even I'm growing a fucking beard. I get the idea the execution was wonky.
1: Yeah, I think there was just like six too many words in there.
0: Exactly. Precise. Clean. That's what we need.
1: It needs to be fast. You need to be like, Silky bitch, you talk so long I grew a beard.
0: Victoria on Vanity. I see orange is your brand, and now you've won a maxi challenge. Can I borrow a couple grand? I don't get that. It, she was trying to rhyme, and I don't understand it. I think she was just literally begging for money, and I think that's all it was.
1: Oh, I thought it was supposed to be like a weird, like American reference or like British reference to like a grand being orange or something. I don't
0: know. All I know is like if you wanted to joke about finally a queen getting money on Drag Race, like like make that the joke, but
1: yeah, alas. She has more yeah. money than the first two season winners of her her um, plays. It's true. Vanity
0: on Stephanie. I saved your ass last week. Hopefully, you can save mine if I'm on the bottom line. However, your skill set is very
1: abysmal. Surprise! You could even walk. What? That's just trying to make someone sad. <laughs> like that's just telling someone that they suck. Yeah. Vanity on ISIS. No wonder they didn't teach
0: us about Canada in the UK because you're just so boring fine it could have worked if it was worded properly
1: yeah that's just a statement (laughs) right oh yeah they didn't they did not teach us about your country and my country because you're boring yeah all they taught us about your country is that you take over everything and you're (laughs) like you're the original colonizers bitch literally that's a better read
0: stephanie anita you are my childhood hero oh wait i thought you were mr bean that was kind fine. Yeah. That, was, that worked. Stephanie on Raja. You once told Evie Oddly she stinks. I just want to remind you, your mouth is this
1: closest to your nose. I thought this was I, actually funny.
0: I get what she was trying to say. I think it was just the way she said it was kind of wonky.
1: Yeah. It it also could have been like condensed. But all it, she needed to say was like
0: once you told Evie Oddly she stinks, I just want to remind you. It was your breath or something like that. Like that. Like make it simpler, like that.
1: Your nose is right above your mouth.
0: Yeah. There you go. There it is. Workshop. Raja on silky girl, you look good, and that ass is fat from the front, which is basically what Ginger minge said on All Star Sex. But it's true. (laughs) Use the same joke over. Raja on Rita, read the bag up, put that in the bag, and send it on home. Yeah no <laughs> isis on raja your birth certificate should be an apology from your mother
1: that's just mean you don't know I, her mother you don't that the- sounds like a recycled yo mama joke
0: yeah isis on victoria i had a read for you but apparently it's bad for the environment to burn trash which is an insult
1: to herself which also i swear was like a third grade insult people would say yeah. like
0: Rita on Raja. I have nothing bad to say to you because I was raised with good manners and I respect the elderly. And then she will scream, I respect the elderly and I love you. If that was coming out of someone who was like, I don't know, Stephanie, that's funny because she's younger. Rita, I think is what, three years younger than Raja?
1: I don't I don't even know how old either of them are, but I honestly would have thought that (laughs) Raja was way younger than Rita, but that's just me.
0: Rita on Brooklyn. We are three meters away. You can take your mask off. Okay, there we go. That's good. That's good. Silky and Raja. That bitch can't cook. She made me chicken. It was so fucking dry. I had to eat it in the rain.
1: Kind of funny. Kind of Mm -hmm. long.
0: Silky and Isis. Toupee, you stay. When Silky also wears one. (laughs) Right. Anita and Silky. You personally remind me of my favorite Australian movie. Priscilla, Queen of the Desserts. That was funny. That was, that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, Anita on Stephanie. You are what I like to refer as the eighth wonder of the world. and so I wonder how you're still here. Okay. That was, that's a good yeah. read. That's a Possible. read. Anita on Victoria. I was so confused about why you named yourself Driscoll, So plain and boring. But now that I met you, it makes total sense. Possible. Mead, but very funny. It's a read. Anita on Raja. I like to call you the drag queen garden shed. Because you're skinny as a rake and you act like a hoe. Pretty average. Um, I'm sure you got that one a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, is it the worst reading challenge in the history of the show that I can recall? I think so. Uh, I mean, when you have the queens in real time make those comments and say it was so bad, you know
1: something was going on, and we don't even know it was cut. Yeah, it's like this is the best of the worst. <laughs> Uh, like when yeah, Anita being like what would have just been somebody that was safe mm-hmm. in any other season, that means it's so bad. Like when Deja Sky won Snatch Game in what was like um like almost low performance for a regular snatch game, but winning because theirs was so bad. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Well, if they want to go back to Block Talk University and take a class on reading, I will teach you. It'll be fine. We can we can I can help you out here.
1: I'll bring a thesaurus.
0: The winner of the challenge since they had to give someone a sponsored prize is Anita Wiglet who wins $2500 from Tan on the Run. Are you familiar with Tan on the Run?
1: No, but they're coming for my brand. <laughs> Literally, I was like, you need to message them and be like, can I be your spokeswoman? I'm like, I may have asthma, but I will tan. It's not <laughs> um,
0: are, are you do you are you a tanner?
1: Um, not often. I this summer I had to tan like my whole body when I did a, um like a big show with um like some of the all-star seven girls because <laughs> i have bruises all over my body from like a hike. Oh so no. self tan so that you couldn't tell that i was super bruised.
0: <laughs> uh did you do like a tanning bed or did you do like a spray?
1: I did like a spray. I'm too scared of sun damage and like That's fair. melanoma. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I, I like being pasty.
0: I mean, you're from Canada, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've battled it out they will now become delegates at the inaugural Snatch Game Summit. They will attend as their funniest celebrity impersonation as they face the most pressing issues as stars. She will remind them to laugh their snatches off which will be nearly impossible because um, again, comedy and Canada vs. the World not do things that go together.
1: Not yet. Maybe at some point.
0: Now I know we would like to keep things a secret sometimes but do you have some options you would like to share with the class if you were ever to do a snatch
1: game okay my number one pick is miranda sings
0: mm-hmm. yeah i know sings.
1: that they've they paid for the rights for it before so they'll do it for me
0: um why just so close Ariel versace so close to getting to do it
1: yeah, well, and Priyanka, they bought the rights for season one of Canada's Drag Race to use Miranda Sings as a character, and then Priyanka oh, wow. changed it last minute. Yes. But they're waiting for me to do it, because I am Miranda Sings. There oh. <laughs> it is. Uh, okay, okay, I like that option.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, I would also love to do Elmo, but we learned from, well, she didn't make it that far, but Theresa May was supposed to do Marge Simpson, mm-hmm. but they couldn't get the rights to Marge Simpson, so she was going to be Yellow Mother. Which is so funny. And she, like, what? She's going to be yellow mother. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, I mean, she she is using uh, Marge Simpson a lot recently. So yeah, she was getting just that lookout. Of yellow. <laughs> crazy, crazy girl. Victoria loves Snatch Game as you get to impersonate your favorite icon. She is feeling quite ready and feels like that's never a good sign. Never a good sign. So Silky says they are standing among a Snatch Game winner and asks if there are any other Snatch Game winners in the house. And Anita will meekly say yes. And I knew once she meekly said yes, this was not going to be a good episode for her. But she is super excited, but says she found Snatch Game to be really stressful. Which I could see. If you're not prepared um, in the biggest challenge the show offers, like it can be stressful.
1: Well, was, was Anita's Snatch Game also not like she was the best of everyone that was bad?
0: Well, she was very good anyway. Like, I mean, she I, was
1: really good, but everybody else was, like, horrible. Not,
0: but I, see, that's just, I think there are some good, I will stand by it. I still think Art Simone did well as Mindy Irwin. Rue just did not get it. And I, I also agreed with got, you
1: before I met Art Simone, but now that I've met Art Simone, I'm glad she went home.
0: And I also thought, um, again, maybe Rue didn't get it, but I thought, et cetera, et cetera, as Lindy Chamberlain
1: was brilliant. Yes. I am, an, I am the biggest Stan. I love her. She's the nicest person I've ever met yes. in my entire life.
0: Um, Yeah, I thought her character was so good. Again, we did just get it.
1: I do actually. I do agree. I remember that now. She was pretty good.
0: Stephanie's going to ask who has not played Snatch Game as she thinks for those who have played it, it will be easy for them. And here it's just Stephanie and Victoria who did not get far enough to play it. So they're going to connect. Stephanie is nervous, but wants to have fun. She knows the challenge is very important, but will do everything in her power to not get overshadowed. Now, Brooklyn arrives to find out what celebrities are about to arrive. And Raja is going to go up first and we are going to get a full-on gaslighting. Brooklyn will praise her all-star snatch game as Latoya Jackson and tells her that she looked just like her. And I just want to remind everyone that she did not and Rue coached her and took her joke. So just reminding y'all that uh, Raja's snatch game was coached by Rue. Yeah, I, I fully forgot
1: that snatch game. Yeah,
0: literally took Rue's jokes in the room.
1: Yeah, she oh my god, who won that snatch game?
0: Um, that snatch game was Kylie and Ginger. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Raj is between Big Frida, the queen of bounce, who has many terms we use in gay lingo like twerking, work, and oh, yes, or Grace Jones. And Brooklyn tells her to use her gut on this one. Now, Brooklyn will literally have a Kiki with Raja. Like, this was so relaxed. It was not a host of contestant. It was two sisters from the same season gossiping over drinks.
1: Yeah, I kind of like that though. Like it was kind of sweet. Rigory. It also does like kind of show that her like judging brain isn't all in it because she's Correct. not putting that wall up that she should.
0: I agree. Brooklyn will ask if people are playing the game yet as she feels everyone is very buddy-buddy-chummy-chummy and Rasha says everyone is in the groove to get to know each other, but she is in the game for herself. She is not playing RuPaul's best friend race. Next up is Rita, who is good and has a lightness and different energy this time around. Brooklyn will tell her that Edith Piaf was one of her all-time favorite snatch games, uh, which I still think was serviceable at best. There were definitely better people in that season.
1: Yeah, I mean... That was the, all All I can really remember from that snatch game is Call Me Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Alona uh, and, doing and surprisingly well. Jimbo did very well. Yeah, Jimbo did really well. Alona was actually funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And somebody else. Women. Oh. Wait, it's yes. Siwa. Yes, should have actually won. In my opinion. <laughs>
0: now, um, Rita will be doing, you know, Piaf's friend named Gilda, the most famous... Tr- French drag queen in the world between the 50s and the 90s. Have you heard of Gilda before? No, nope. Neither. She's nervous that the other girls have big energy, so she wants to find her spotlight, and she will also ask Brooklyn to lower her standards, which was a very smart idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. Isis
0: joins Brooklyn next with her options, which is Pamela Anderson. And we learn that Isis grew up with Pamela in her heyday and is the reason why she stayed straight for so long, which is very funny because... Yeah, it's Isis. Um, I mean, <laughs> I never had a thing for Pamela Anderson as a kid, so maybe I should have known back then.
1: I think I might have. Oh, yeah, I do. I definitely remember the slow mo running down the beach being like a huge pop culture thing from my childhood and being like,
0: mm-hmm. okay,
1: but I think I might have just really liked the cut of the bathing suit.
0: There it is, you knew, and the hair, of course, the hair, it's ve- very on brand for you,
1: a full blowout. On the beach.
0: <laughs> now, Brooklyn is worried as she thinks she'll look beautiful, but she needs her to be funny amongst the large personalities of the cast. So does she have any other choices? Donatella, which gets Brooklyn to light up. Now Isis is worried that she's too similar to her last snatch game, which was Love and Eno. But Brooklyn will tell her that she speaks the language this time. <laughs> Bloop. Isis has prepared Anderson, Pamela Anderson so much more than Donatella Versace, so she's a little nervous. Now we get Anita joining Brooklyn to reveal that she is doing Adele and Brooklyn thinks she's very funny and asks how she will put her spin on her. Anita says that she has changed over the last few years as she is skinny now and divorced. She will be flirtatious to Adele. Anita thinks it'll go really well. And if it doesn't, Adele, don't sue her. Smart idea in concept.
1: I mean, we saw Ginger do Adele and... win. She did. Because it was her and Kennedy, yeah. Um... That was also fat Adele, yeah. But I don't know Adele. Like, uh, even though Adele's lost weight, she's still the same person, and she's still so absolutely. When she she had beef with Peppa Pig.
0: I mean, who doesn't have beef with Peppa
1: Pig? I hate that bitch. Eh. All
0: right, Stephanie has decided to tackle Cardi B. So, how will she make her funny? Well, Stephanie says that if you can't make Cardi B funny. Then you failed at being Cardi B. Her words. She said it. Well. <laughs> um, I I I think this is not the first time someone has been sent home doing Cardi B. Because I believe it happened on Drag Race Holland season two with Ivy Elise. Oh.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: So.
1: I'm also just surprised she chose Cardi B. Right. Stephanie Prince's entire brand is that she's a barb. <laughs> like, wow. She loves Nicki Minaj. And she wow. chose like, and then she never made a joke about like that could have been her whole shtick. It's like been. being Cardi B, but like being a Barb. That Not that, that see that's funny. You, you gotta coach her next time. She could have come to me. She knows me.
0: <laughs>
1: well, she doesn't follow.
0: Two minutes and tells her to think about how she would answer and talk about things, which is funny because that's the antithesis of Snatch Game, not to be literal. Yeah. Vanity has brought over either Megan Thee Stallion, which would have paired perfectly with Cardi B.
1: And they were next to each other.
0: Or Spice. And Brooklyn loves Spice. And I'm like, who's Spice? The Instagram drag twink?
1: Yeah, I, well, ooh. Ooh,
0: um, ooh. Vanity loves Spice so much that that she did do a Jamaican character on her season, so and that wasn't great, uh, great. So I mean, now understood that it's not the Instagram drag twink. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see the Instagram drag twink on TV soon. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. We'll see.
1: I mean, maybe both of them
0: even. But like, you mean sugar and spice, everything nice. I mean, only for like maybe. Kids. Brooklyn finds out that Vanity is a Jamaican herself and tells her to lean all the way into that as it's niche and individual into her and no one else can do it um so did you know who spice actually was cuz i had no clue
1: i feel like if you showed me spice and i like i feel like i've seen something somewhere maybe
0: she was on uh love and hip hop atlanta
1: apparently i do not watch those series oh i've never either but I, I, that's funny because cardi b was also on love and hip hop
0: i know look at all the things they could have done
1: I don't know. I think it was a better choice than Megan the Stallion. I love Megan the Stallion, but she's All not. All I
0: know that is him. if we had Cardi B, Megan the Stallion, and Anita Wiglet there, we could have had another WAP moment. True. Coordination in that workroom didn't happen.
1: It did not. But would you want to do that? Remember when um, Aja O'Hara and... The Vixen tried to coordinate because one was Blue Ivy and one <laughs> Beyonce, and then they both sucked.
0: Yeah, but they were just terrible to begin with. Those characters, not good,
1: not good. Well, we know now. Don't mm-hmm. do Beyonce. Never do Beyonce or Lady Gaga.
0: True. Victoria to arrives and it's her first snatch, but not her first snap, which is great. Yeah, Victoria is doing the best. Choices, we finally are going to get Kim Wordburn. And if all y'all are like, "Who?" just go watch Drag Race UK and YouTube. Kim Wordburn is the perfect character if executed right. Yes. As Victoria states, Kim Wordburn is a British cleaning lady who became famous by having a TV show where she went to people's houses and tidied them up. Brooklyn will have Victoria do a little bit of Kim. And in this trial, it's very similar to her own voice, but there is time. She doesn't want to, she wants to save it for the game, right? That's what, that's what she was doing here. Yeah. Yeah. I was so excited when she said this. I was like, "Yes, she's gonna slay it and win."
1: I was like, "This is a this is a genius decision because it's a character that you like everybody knows, but you can just go anywhere with it." Mm-hmm. And she went nowhere. Yeah, Silky
0: arrives with a giant wig, and I was ready for her to like just pull out a full like refrigerator, but no, 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 no snacks for her. She reveals that she's doing Lizzo or herself once again. You decide.
1: She's now brooklyn dressed up as lizzo on season 13 11 11 was it 11 yeah it's because it's the outfit she wore to judge no it was season 14 when lizzo judged. oh yeah 14
0: 14
1: yeah, yeah. cornbread yeah. that one that week mm-hmm. it's the mm-hmm. outfit that she wore well it's an attempt at it
0: that there it is brooklyn will say that she was very good on season 11 at predicting who went home can she do it here well she's going to whisper to brooklyn that it's going to be one of her canadian girls Which, I mean, to be fair, the odds were very high for that to happen. Um, She knew. She knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Did she throw them under the bus? Nah, they just missed their stop.
1: (laughs) Not the Roxy Andrews.
0: (laughs) Time to get ready for the summit. Um, This Snatch Game is not played on the main stage. Thank you. We're back into a room. Um, Brooklyn has says she's assembled household names. I'm like, really? Household names? That's what the line you're gonna say?
1: No. Yeah. That I remember hearing that and being like, Why is what? <laughs> Who wrote that?
0: Now joining Brooklyn are her co-moderators, Chelsea Tracy Melcher and Serene Fox. She's gonna be a regular judge at some point soon, right?
1: Um, I mean, basically she's just the person that's there when Brad isn't there. Do they have beef? No, uh, like she judged twice last season because right. Brad got like trapped at the border or something. And she was only supposed to judge once, but once. But um they just I guess were like can you stay and do a second episode cuz Brad is stuck at the like border? She was so like how yeah, do you
0: get stuck at the border? What did Brad do?
1: Um smuggling drugs.
0: Oh, of course, naturally. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Now the moderators are going to present a problem and the celebrities must respond with their best and funny solution so there is no matching in this game nothing involved in that Oh yeah they the moderators said nothing it's just just say what you want Oh As we are now doing on the pod we are going to go queen by queen as opposed to uh, moment by moment I feel like it's a little easier to talk about the queens and their journey through the game So we will start off with She's Sugar and Spice and the queen of the dance hall, Spice. It's Vanity Milan. Uh, She's got the signature blue hair. And I know that based on Google image search, that is very much what this person
1: has. (laughs) I Googled this person and they have blue hair.
0: There we go. Now she's going to be asked how she got the name. And Vanity says words that I don't even think the captions understood properly. So I um, commend the pouring tune assigned to this episode. who tried really, really
1: hard. I think mine just said inaudible
0: yeah I think that's that was the problem there no one knew what she said.
1: I, I mean, there were times where like i th- I think that was kind of what she was going for though was like you couldn't really understand it until there were certain words because she would be like it would say like inaudible and then I would just hear her be like boom boom or something and I was Which like, is I interesting about Gucci what,
0: what, what I did find interesting because I did a little bit of youtubing and spice. talks quite well. oh um like yeah she has like words that she uses and stuff but like she's very articulate and very funny um but we didn't see anything out of vanity's character
1: they just didn't show her we barely saw vanity's character exactly she was asked what one question she got two so rather than asking what you were wearing on the red carpet they
0: should be asking who's cocky you riding. i mean could you imagine if they asked that on the red carpet oh my god i would live
1: I mean, the amount of men in Hollywood that lie about who's talking <laughs> about writing.
0: Um, I mean, I wish we can go back in time to the, to Joan Rivers and have her ask those questions. Jimbo, <laughs> this is your chance.
1: Chip. I mean, there's money to be made.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, now, according to the Queen of Dancehall, the next blood clot name is Boomba Pussy Ross Clot Gal Dirty Risha Kingston Jamaica. I was so ready for Vanity to just say Dirty Rice. I think, I thought that was I the think answer after was the saying. roast,
1: she kind of, she knew that it was time to put Dirty Rice to bed. Yeah.
0: Um, and then when asked what the nickname would be, it would be Clot.
1: Clot. Over yeah. my head.
0: Next up, we got Stephanie as Cardi B. Um, It's Raptress Cardi B. And well, Stephanie looks like Stephanie with a Cardi B Halloween costume.
1: Yeah, I, it's pretty. It's nice. The hair is almost There's just
0: no transformation to the face.
1: I, I think that she knew if she tried to transform her face too much she would get called out for, like, blackfishing. Mm-hmm. And, like, probably blackface. So the easy thing to do there is to just not do a black character as somebody that isn't black. Correct. But. Hey, Pixie Polite, did you hear that?
0: Who did she do? Shirley Bassey.
1: Oh. And then that was who they did for the finale. That's the that was the lipstick song, yeah. And she did a Bond song, right? She did Bond theme. are uh-huh. yep. forever. Yep. yep. Wow, look at me knowledge.
0: You know things. It's so, so amazing. All right. So she's gonna start off with a catchphrase, and it's all down here, downhill from here. Um not good, bitch. It's not good, it's not a good performance. For her, now the best way to get the paparazzi, she will tell us that she works with a lot of Caucasians and she wrote that her favorite color is white. The best way to attract the paparazzi is to white. Maybe lost in translation?
1: Be white?
0: I guess. I don't know. So maybe it was lost in translation.
1: Yeah, I, I like... In the like passing conversations that I've ever had with her I've never noticed like issues with her like delivery of things but so far on Drag Race there's been quite a few things where I'm like kind of confused and it might be editing I don't know but like yeah that it just didn't seem to make like any sense.
0: Now, when it comes to what is the next it baby name? Well, Cardi could have just said her own baby child's name, uh, Wave, because that's not a real name. Um, that would have sufficed. But no, she's going to go with that little ding ling ding that swing in the back of my throat. And the nickname is Ding Dong. And I wish we had a U.K. Hun reference here, but alas, no one loves me that much to give that moment here. But um, Ding Dong. Which
1: isn't it, I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. I think she got the quote wrong, too. She, she, she did. It was messy. Not good. It, it was like watching somebody that's just heard about Cardi B do Cardi B. <laughs>
0: right. And I guess, and you saying she's a barb, maybe that's literally what it is.
1: I, like, Stephanie Prince is like, like, I have I'm friends with a photographer that she's worked with that I've also worked with, and she was like, the whole time we shot, she listened to Nicki Minaj. She performs Nicki Minaj on like the first episode of her first season when she walked down the runway. She did the like arms in, like Roman thing. Mm -hmm. She loves Nicki Minaj and then does Cardi B choices.
0: Whoever was Team Stephanie and guided her this way. Bad move, bad move. All right, it's the Francophone femme fatale Gilda. And while Rita is leaning into her own accent as she says, they can call her their MILF. Ew. Ew. Brooklyn says she's known for her celebrity impressions and asked her to do one. So she's gonna do one at Brooklyn and just stares into space. And that's kind of funny.
1: One point I to Rita. So. No, you didn't think so? No. She should have like pulled her face back to look like she was like that Botox, would be correct. That's or like correct. pushed her lips out. Or she she could have said anything at all. Just that's true. I don't know. She could have been like, I lost Evie Oddly.
0: <laughs> now, um, the question about donations. Gilda says that celebrities can donate sperm as it is very tasty and f- you can feed the world. We're going to move on straight yep. from there. Yeah. What will be the next It Baby name? According to Gilda, well, she thinks French names are sexy. He closed her eyes and says Jean-Francois Gouvernment.
1: Okay, do you know what that is? No. Because I didn't. And I was watching it with one of my best friends, Julianne, and she goes, oh, haha, that's her boy name. She doxxed herself. <laughs> what? That's Rita Bega's boy name.
0: Wow. Do you remember the time like there was a very long time period where we had boy names on Drag Race. Like they would reveal them on the show.
1: Oh. Oh my God. Who walked in? But they walked in and they were like, was it so Phoenix or whatever that or it's Sonique? Somebody walked in and said, like, oh, I'm this, better known as like, and then their drag name. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think th- there was a time like it was, like on the bottom of the screen, like you would get their boy name and then have the drag name for the rest of the season.
1: When I get on, I'm so happy that's not a thing. I I want to keep my boy name a little secret as much yeah. as I
0: can. Do many people know? Or they actually I mean, know you to know?
1: I like I've kind of tethered my my out of drag self to my in drag self quite a bit like it's not that hard to find my boy instagram but (laughs) if people like aren't looking for it and it's not just like general knowledge it's like a little thing that i get to keep to myself
0: i love that yeah because there used to be a time even on like the drag race wiki that you they would like include their out of drag name they don't do it anymore it's not listed
1: oh that's kind of nice i guess for like yeah it's like a safety yeah I did find out recently, though, that I share the same name as Jambra's Blonde.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: And I was like, that's not who I wanted to share a name with. (laughs) I liked her, but like. Not that much. There's eight Bryans, I think.
0: There are a lot of Bryans. Trixie Michelle
1: (laughs) And Mm Katya. And then the rest of them you would not guess. (laughs) T.
0: All right, hello, it's her, Adele. Uh, and, well, she did not look like Adele because Adele is hot now and Anita is Anita. Um, she also did the accent. The yeah, the accent is very put on. And when she hits on Brooklyn, a gay man, I knew Anita was playing the this game quite poorly and just not as smart as her Queen Elizabeth.
1: Yeah, it and her Queen Elizabeth accent was good. Yeah. It's like... If you're gonna do like a campy adult accent, you have to be like, "Hello, I'm a do. I'm 46 years old. I'm Essex or something like. She's not from Essex, but like, (laughs) she she didn't lean
0: into the Cockney at all.
1: She leaned into like an Australian accent that sounds a little British.
0: Literally. All right. So when it comes to charity, she loves to give to charity as her ex-husband has so much of her money, so he's a charity case. But her answer is Grammys because she's got many of them. First part great. Second part bad.
1: But like, just rolling. She just kept going. Not as bad as Silky, but we'll get to that. But she I mean, again, talking. I
0: mean, you said rolling. Like she could have rolled into the in the deep and like used references that we would know.
1: I don't think she referenced anything other than being
0: divorced. Literally, um, Adele's answer for a red carpet question: for question Bob, something she would have liked to ask her husband before they got married. Yeah, no. that's okay. Now, as a reminder, Adele is divorced, uh, so she likely won't have another baby, but, but the second child will be named after her second love in life, wine. We need a refund because Adele did not show up.
1: Yeah, she was busy in Vegas doing her residency. Now, like, after if after only had- references you can make about someone are from their most recent body of work, you didn't do your job.
0: Right. Now, after she answers the question, we will have Donatella open her eyes and tell her that pink is a no, and Brooklyn will ask Donatella if she knew if people were over there, and her response was for the first half of the show, she thought Brooklyn was a pelican. (laughs) Stupid. I love it. Let's talk about um, all the rumors being true. It's Lizzo. She is here. Or is she? Or is it just Silky? The look was on point, but I will stand by it. It, Silky played herself.
1: The hair was good. The earring things were not, and the outfit was as close of a recreation as you could get for 60 bucks. Yeah. This was the worst though, in my opinion.
0: I would say it was pretty darn bad. Yeah.
1: I there's already been so much every season actually Silky's been on, there's been so much favoritism towards her, and I don't understand why. Last week will be the only week I will ever
0: say so far that everything has been right, that she was praised for the right reasons.
1: Yes, but also she said Gira to rhyme it with Hira that was (laughs) supposed to be Guru and Hero. Just find other words, Diva. (laughs) But this Snatch Game was like actually so bad. And she, somehow she just, always, like, she's never in the bottom, but when she is, she lip syncs poorly and gets out of it. Mm-hmm. She really had me tricked there for a few episodes of All Stars, and I was like, maybe I like Silky now, and then I was like, oh, no, I still don't.
0: It, it, it literally took until the big lip syncopalooza that I was like, okay, maybe she is fun.
1: Yeah, I was like, maybe she's secretly nice. And yeah, not
0: like- I I, got, I just get to see her perform the other day, um, and she got a standing ovation by doing a medley of Whitney Houston songs,
1: and standing there and collecting tips. Standing ovation. I once I get on this show, I'm 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 not gonna wear heels. I'm not gonna wear nails. I'm gonna wear a synthetic wig from Party City. And y'all,
0: that. if you want to go to my Instagram and look at the pictures from Act 1, she did not wear heels either because she wore flats.
1: Not the Morphosis. Yeah.
0: Okay, so as far as donating, Silky, as Lizzo, will say that what she donates comes back from her ancestors, which they would do around the fire, and that is twerking skills. The majority of the panel is going to start to attempt to twerk, and Silky will now play the purple flute. Are we having, like, raucous room rompery here? Like, what are we going to do what order in that court? Why
1: uh, everyone it? It, when it's silky, it's never that. it's it's fun, it's fresh. Mm-hmm. It's new. When she disrupts, it's not disrupting. But when literally anybody else has ever done it, it's disrupting.
0: Lizzo would rather answer why what are you drinking on the red carpet as it's in her cup? It's juice. See what she did there? At least she made the reference, Adele
1: the reference to a song that Lizzo put out like seven years ago. <laughs> And will... also, like, a weird Silky reference because she mm-hmm. always has a cup when she enters, except for this All-Stars. Did she... No, no, she did. She had champagne. No, she had a
0: cup. Now, Rita will say what I've been saying. I see Liz but here Silky. And she will then make a reference to the two-tape version of Titanic. And if you were a 90s kid like she and I are, you know the reference! But, yeah, Silky's still talking and talking and
1: talking. Oh, man. The Titanic two-tape. Did you have one of those? I... Did not see Titanic until it came out in 3D, but that was just because my family didn't like it, and I, like, by the time I was old enough to have wanted to watch it, they were like, no, it's not good. That's but not good. um, the first DVD I ever owned was Finding Nemo, and it was so long that it was two DVDs. Really? But I think that that's actually, like, a thing that happens, so maybe it was just a bootleg of Finding Nemo. <laughs> maybe it was, because I, I think I had a DVD,
0: and I thought it was only one. Maybe he had, like, a bonus edition.
1: Maybe I did because I remember it being really fucking long.
0: <laughs> next up, it's the legendary fashion designer and woman made of leather, Nanatella Versace, who breaks the fourth wall with her accentless sharing of how to properly pronounce her name, which I thought was very funny.
1: That was hilarious, but it was not accentless. Isis Couture has the most Canadian accent I've ever heard in my life. That's
0: true. That is true. Um, so, what is the next inspiration for her next collection? Anything but orange, Brooklyn. Thought she loved Orange, and she does, just not on her. We love when you can read the
1: host. Oh, I think Isis fully just wanted to read Brooklyn the whole time, and I loved it. She was like, the
0: reading challenge didn't go well. Hmm." Our first question for her is about charitable donations, and Brooklyn says she looks like someone who loves to give back to the people, so she says the most important thing she could give is give her a lighter. She has been sitting there for the past 30 minutes smoking a cigarette that is not even lit, which is funny and meta and well done. Yeah, I love that. Big Frieda will say that if she gets a lighter, she may melt, which is funny because she might actually be made of wax.
1: Yeah. I. Well, the, the funny thing was I, like, I watched this episode with Julie and I was like, it's so funny that she has a real cigarette, but it's not lit. <laughs> and then immediately she's like, I need a lighter. And I was like, that's so good. So good. Thank you for acknowledging the fact that you have a shitty prop.
0: <laughs> now, before we get to her paparazzi answer, Brooklyn will ask her if she's okay, to which she says, at this point, she doesn't give a fuck which is a mood. Yeah, and we don't even get to hear her answer. Well, editing. I think Isis did well because there's only one other like Donatella Versace impersonation that I think is well known and that's um Maya Rudolph's on SNL. Yes. Which is like
1: insane. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um so I think she made Donatella a little more real but still very funny.
1: I mean, the they're also like When somebody bombs a Snatch game as a character so bad, you're like a second chance for them. So if you do somewhat marginally well, you're kind of more likely to be safe because it's a redemption story.
0: Exactly. All right, Victoria's Kim Woodburn. Don't start with her. I have to say, I hate when the host steals the iconic line before the queen can even use it. I do wonder if she didn't use that to start with don't start with me in the game was because Brooklyn already had used it. Yeah. Rue's done this many, many times.
1: Yeah, that's like going up to Paris Hilton and saying that's hot, or. Right. Like you're taking probably like something that they've worked really hard on in their mind. But also, if you can't think of something else for a character, then maybe you shouldn't be doing that character.
0: Mm-hmm. She is glad to be there at the, as the state of the world. One of the most important things is a clean snatch. She'll say it's absolutely filth and clean Brooklyn with her long cleaning thingamajig, uh, which could have been even funnier if she made it bigger and louder and grander.
1: Yeah, it it looked expensive.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, after forgetting what she wrote and saying that it's the cleaning product, which she has instead of gin sometimes, she answers um, selfies because that's what the fans really want. And she will say that the queer community loves Kim Whitburn, but Big Freitas doesn't know who she is. Um and I was like, okay, no, no, Raja, it's a yes and not no. Yeah, that's, um,
1: it's, it's like she kind of doomed Victoria in that moment.
0: But this was, if Victoria was smart, the perfect moment to do. Don't start with me. She what? could have gotten into it with Big Frida, and it would have been funny.
1: Yeah. But I feel like also like in that moment, I would be scared to yell at someone. So that's fair. That's fair. Why it didn't happen.
0: Now to attract the paparazzi, she says do reality TV, which is why she's there. She's been paid to be there, which if you know, Kim Woodburn, she uses that as an iconic answer. Anytime she's on a press tour as to why she wanted to do celebrity, big brother to get paid. Oh, it could have been funny if she like made it her thing. Like she's been on so many shows where people ask her, why did you do the show? Because she was, she was horrible, horrible, horrible girl on this on, on Big Brother. And she literally tells them, I got paid. Why wouldn't I do what I did?
1: Like she yeah. did poorly or she was like- you know, know. She, was,
0: she, was, she was a bitch and she got into fights with all the younger cast. Go watch it on YouTube. Um, so all of the pixie stuff from uh, UK4 in the um, acting challenge were moments from Kim Woodburn on Big Brother. Oh! Yeah, she had so much to work with and used zero of it in the Snatch Game.
1: Oh, because the only Celebrity Big Brother I've ever watched was, I watched when Trisha Paytas was on, (laughs) and that was iconic, and then Tiffany New York Pollard Mm -hmm. has some of the greatest sayings in reality TV from that.
0: Which they did reference in that challenge on UK4. They did, yes. With the whole, um, David's dead.
1: David's dead. (laughs) Oh, good times. They were old maiden-type shoes.
0: Mm. Which, again, um, people didn't realize was a, a why um, Sminty used that to reference Cheddar, uh, but that's a whole different story. We got other moments out of that. Finally, we have uh, the Queen of Bounds, Big Frida, is in the house. Um, you already know that I'm going to criticize the hell out of this performance, and here's what I'm going to say. This was not successful because Raja is essentially playing herself as the whole thing with big Frida is that booming bass voice. Raja was like two octaves too high. And it took me out of the fantasy. You got, you got to bring a low.
1: I feel like it was also kind of, I get, well, I've been saying like, if you can't do a character's like whole catalog, then that's maybe not the character you should do. But I feel like when somebody has changed their style so much, like why would you be doing their old style? right and you want to go for like the most recognizable big frida which to me is the like beautiful center part with the like Mm -hmm. like curls and like not this weird green pompadour thing but
0: purple um (laughs) as i said um it's whatever she had in her closet and said this will work
1: yeah i i it wasn't bad but it's wasn't good no it was a safe. Um, I, place like,
0: there. Big Frida is like now uh, greatly come into the spotlight thanks to her collaboration with Kesha. Like, people yeah. now know who Big Frida is. Like, pinpoint that. Like, give us the raise in hell, Big Frida.
1: Yeah. Like, that's the era that I know of Big Frida the most. And that's the, like, the pretty, like, wavy hair. Like, that's what she's makeup, doing now. Like, looking gorge. And, like, I don't, and I feel like that you already know. Clips, she also has nice hair, so I don't know why yeah. Roger's wearing this ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: does Canna have bounce? Uh, Roger will attempt to give us the, the, the beat in a lower octave, doesn't land. Um, yeah, Grace Jones would have been the better pick, yeah. Um, um. Now, allegedly, not understanding the question makes you a winning contestant on this show because Rick, Big Frida will say that she didn't know what PR was and thought it might be Puerto Rico. No, no, it is public relations, to which Frida says the education New Orleans, you know. Uh, and then her answer is not shown. Editing? Yes.
1: They needed to give her the win.
0: Funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then Big Frida will say the next it baby name is Baby Earl.
1: This but was Earl. funny.
0: That was funny because it was but, back and forth.
1: But she also was saying it like so clearly Earl. Yeah. That it needed like a little bit less inflection or what like to make it sound a little bit more convincing. It could have been oil, but or start flipping and saying oil every time Brooklyn says <laughs> Earl. Right. And That's comedy, folks. Earl.
0: Tana, you're gonna be so good on Snatch Game with Brooklyn. I
1: better win. You're
0: gonna be so good. I have faith in you. Uh, overall majorly over underwhelmed by the snatch game it didn't rise to the occasion of what it could have been um i don't know what was cut for storyline but damn um we gotta work on these snatch games friends 2022 not a great year for snatch game
1: yeah except oh, for jinx soon. yeah th- i mean that one was strong it was great i feel like recently we have been getting like one strong performance per snatch game and then everybody else is either like clearly safe or yeah. bombs I
0: mean that so I'm I'm working on my um, block talk end of the year drag race awards uh, and one of the categories this year is best snatch game and I'm struggling I'm struggling who to put in there um, for me like my top two are going to be um, Judy Garland and Kathy Bates
1: yeah I blue is good too
0: Blue's, it was good serviceable but yeah um was that season in 2022 that was the beginning of the year yes it was honey what?
1: we're gonna have 11 Ew. winners in 2022. we have not yep and i we haven't currently been- have nine two, F- more F- to go. two more to oh, go God.
0: all right we already know it's elimination day and vanity says her favorite moment snatch game was that everyone was twerking and if that is your favorite moment of a Snatch Game, then we know it was not a great Snatch Game. Now, out of nowhere, Brooklyn will enter. And I have to assume that is this is either really early morning, so I don't know what time this bitch needed to get out of um, bed to get into face, or they were just playing around with time, and this was just after Snatch Game and before the runway. I don't know. Whatever it was, she's there in her jeans saying that they have the best queens from around the world. She thought they needed a proper welcome, and to welcome them is Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau. I... The way they were gagged, um, I don't think people quite understand how huge of a moment
1: this was. Literally. I mean, first off, Brooklyn looks really good in those jeans, I will say. That outfit, <laughs> she does. When she walked in, I was really confused, and then I saw it, and I was like, this is great. But literally, I don't think... Any reality show really ever has ever had like the leader of their country on it? Nope. And people were like, "Oh, haha! Like, what a cute guest spot." That's like having Joe Biden on regular Drag Race.
0: Literally, um, as as I have said, with all the bullshit going on in America right now, yes, Joe Biden should go on Drag Race next season because it would be a way for him to discuss why drag is important to the country and to the world and maybe we should like focus on not making bills about making drag illegal in public yeah um texas let's stop that tennessee let's stop that but that's the whole thing with justin trudeau here is like he is the leader of the country this isn't nancy pelosi this is an aoc this is the prime minister this is so important
1: like and it's causing like rifts right now because people a are either mad that he did this because they're homophobic or B they think he's doing it because he wants to appear as like more of an ally to the queer community because he has made us a lot of promises in the past that he hasn't upheld. Sure. But you also do have to take into account, like it does take time when you start running a country to fix the mistakes of whoever was running it before you. Absolutely. Like Obama's entire first time in office was just him fixing every mistake that Bush had made. And everyone was like, "He's done nothing." And then a second office, he, they like he fixed everything and made it so good. And then he was same gone. thing with
0: Joe Biden right now. I mean, he he's moving at a fatter, faster pace than Obama is because he had a lot of shit to deal with. Yeah. Um, but this this is not a political podcast. We're not talking about my feelings yeah. on the state of America because oh my god, I can go on 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 and on. Um, but yeah, this was a really cool moment, and he was ready to play and willing to play.
1: Yeah, it, like he was nice. He he looked good. He was. There to do what he was there to do. And I think it was like so cool that that happened. Like, Brooklyn regardless says- of your feelings on the person, like having the leader of your country on your favorite show is amazing.
0: Now, Brooklyn says he's the first world leader to visit a drag race set, and he will say that he is glad to be the first, but looks forward to the time there's a third or a fourth, which was a brilliant answer. Now, when Brooklyn introduced the queens to him, we have Stephanie calling him daddy, which I don't know if that's actually, like, kosher to say to the man's face in, in Canada, but um, it's a room full of homosexuals. What do you expect?
1: It's very... When he first was, like, put in office, everybody called him Daddy Trudeau. And then he did things that people didn't like anymore, and then it was fuck Trudeau. But, like, I just... I The thing is... When it happened in my mind I was like, oh I would say hey daddy or something like yeah would <laughs> be like haha silly goofy but when Stephanie did it I was like, I'm glad that I wasn't the one that had to do this because I would have looked like that because it was awkward.
0: it was now Justin will ask if the Canadian Queens are being welcoming and appropriately polite to which Anita says she doesn't know if they're being appropriate but they're being very nice um, and Justin will say that being polite doesn't mean no shade. And he knows the drag lingo. Look at him. Did he get coasted on that? Like
1: a, that was a plant. That high to be. they <laughs> Absolutely. like, say this, Justin.
0: Now, Brooklyn notes that Justin Trudeau is the first prime minister to walk in a pride parade. And he will say that it's been an incredible pleasure to be part of fighting the good fight, but says they need to move beyond tolerant and start embracing and loving and accepting and learning from and being challenged by. He says, that's how you build a resilient society and notes that they still have a lot of work to do. Roger really? will ask him, how he feels about adding some brown milk to the Great White North, and he will dodge the sexual innuendo to say that they do have diversity better than almost any other place in the world. I was like, smart move, Mr. Prime Minister, because that would have been weird. Now, at the end of the meeting, Brooklyn will ask if there are any other questions, to which Justin Trudeau asks when he gets to meet RuPaul, the official winner of the reading challenge is the Prime Minister. T. I don't know if that was a setup, but if that was him, oh my God, that was so good.
1: I mean, actually, maybe he does know the drag lingo. He was a drama teacher. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Like, maybe he's just secretly like a sleigh.
0: Now, if you thought Stephanie saying daddy was awkward, as he leaves with Brooklyn. Isis will scream out, hate to see you leave, but love to see you watch away, walk away. Which I'm like, HR must have been on high alert for this episode.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that.
0: Oh yeah, she she's she was commenting on the prime minister's booty
1: i mean that is also something that is brought up quite often <laughs> he is
0: um because you yeah. imagine if people were like saying that kind of stuff to joe biden it's, i don't think
1: it would work i, don't, I think it would be like oh cringe but well i mean that's because He's you guys cute. just like to have well i mean obama was hot that's that when is he started that's and then you could tell that the stress is getting him was <laughs> literally hot. but like literally every other person you guys have had in power is ugly so see
0: now stephanie will know that she loves him so much because people like him made it easy for immigrants to migrate to canada and have a chance for a better life she starts to cry and get emotional as seeing him there was really nice and it was a very powerful moment victoria will say that hearing a politician talk so passionately and genuinely about this issue is heartwarming and he knows that there is still work to be done and he is not in denial um yeah i think this is a very important moment for drag race it's an important moment for queer culture um issues aside i I, we have to praise this
1: yeah uh, yeah i mean immigration has not been easy recently but that's just because like they're still messed up from covid but right yeah i I, like what other country is ever gonna do this i don't know who runs Australia and New Zealand, but y'all seem like the next people. The, well, everyone COVID.
0: loves the, um, I believe, Prime Minister of New Zealand. So I could see oh, that. Yeah, she's,
1: slay. she's big slay. She's like,
0: no guns ever. Goodbye. So I she like the no really guns
1: big. and she said I'm going to get rid of COVID in like a week.
0: Yeah. I honestly after knowing this happened, I could see Joe Biden make an appearance on like an All Stars next year.
1: I could see or, it. or I mean, I could see Kamala.
0: Oh, slay I'd be here for. I love her. Now, it's time to get in some drag, and Raj is going to stop everything as she sees a spider. Do you like bugs? Would that freak you out?
1: Um, I hate bugs, and I haven't... I am now scared because if I get on Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race, I have to go to Ontario. We don't have spiders like that in Alberta. No? It's too cold. That thing was creepy. But it was, like, so tiny. I don't know. I was my friend that I was watching it with Julie is from Ontario and was like, "Yeah, those are our house spiders." And I was like, "What?
0: <laughs> wow! Oh my god! Don't come to New York, then you might not like the bugs there." Y'all got big spider.
1: Where did the spiders come from? There's like no no we, we
0: we got cockroaches in New York. Oh yeah, big ones too. You guys like, also do not step on them.
1: Yeah, we do. I live in one of the only places on the planet that has um, actually eradicated rats. I hate rats so much. Um, And then we're going to hear a little song. Um,
0: When do you think Spider in the Workroom is going to get released on Spotify and Apple Music?
1: Uh, Never, because Canada's Drag Race hates to release things. That's fair.
0: It is Simon hit the runway, and Brooklyn looks like an ostrich with all those feathers. She looked correct.
1: It's gorgeous but i liked the hair from when she was with justin trudeau so much that i wanted her to still be wearing it
0: it would have been a better i think that you're right i think that hair would have been better
1: i thought that she was like wearing the jeans over like the top of what her gown was going to be later and i was like oh that's cool and then i was like oh she's brooklyn heights she has the fucking budget to like have this weird jean moment it's true this week we have tracy melcher sarane fox
0: and season one winner priyanka all right, I gotta ask, is it now a rule that if you're a queen, you cannot sit on the panel in drag? Because this is now the third one in a row and we're going to get a fourth one later this season.
1: I think that there's a reason for it, but I cannot remember what it is. Because
0: meanwhile, if you're a drag queen um, alumni on uh, Drag Race Espana, hell no, you are going to be in drag.
1: Um, I wish they were. It's probably a timing thing or something, but I, yeah, I don't know.
0: It was fun yeah. to see Priyanka.
1: She didn't get to see much though. Yeah, I, I mean, also like timing wise, I, I'm sure this was probably filmed no, this was filmed after season three. Was it? I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. They had Jimbo as a guest judge before Priyanka, which I kind of was like, that's not... Mm-hmm. You should have had Priyanka, and then you can have Jimbo, and then you can have Lemon, and then whoever else. I,
0: I, I think um what was interesting is we all remember the trailer and we remember a quote from Priyanka saying like, I know you, I'm I'm going to judge you. We didn't get that quote at all. We it didn't happen. Who was she? Where did that go? Who was she referring to? Probably Rita. Right. But Rita wasn't even in the top or bottom or anything. So oh. where did that, where did that quote come from?
1: It had to have been a Canadian girl. Probably not Stephanie.
0: Probably ISIS.
1: Probably ISIS. Kendall was gone so confused
0: why they kept them in the trailer but didn't keep it in the show so if someone wants to do some sleuthing find out for me i need to know
1: she wouldn't know anita she wouldn't know vanity or victoria
0: she might know the american queens
1: it had no it had to be isis
0: yeah category is celestial bodies and in honor of the runway we are going to play shooting star or falling meteor First up is Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Look by Troy C. Ford and Sean Burkett. Jewels by Complot. Hair by Terry Savoy. Is it out of this world? Parts of it. Um, I think the bodysuit is back to old Silky where it's fitting in a way that does not showcase her properly. I do not care for the red in the hair. Everything in this color palette is softer and cooler. And then it's like, bang, here's the red. The dragon, it's a cute addition. Not what I expected from her, but at least they turned the lights off so she can show it in mediocre glory. But it's yeah. the shoes. Oh, my God. Not the cliffhangers, baby. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, not my favorite. I'm glad she's pushing herself, but I think this was just not as visually as stunning as it could have
1: been. Um, I like the dragon. That's it.
0: Yeah, it's a cool dragon. Um, she didn't even know why she had it.
1: Yeah, what's... Is there something... Oh, no, that's a light. I thought there was something hanging from her crotch. The hair, 100%. I agree with you. If she was going to do this hair, it should have been Purple or blue or green, yeah. like a color that actually matches something. Yep. I hate it that there was just a big black tube hanging out of the dragon's mouth.
0: Which is for the smoke effect.
1: To the frog machine, but like paint it pink.
0: Right. Absolutely. Make it match
1: so that we don't just see this, like I don't know. That drove me insane. Her makeup's bad. The bodysuit fits poorly. Yeah. The shoes don't go with anything. They're ugly. Fallen, fallen, whatever. Fallen star.
0: Brooklyn says it's a fun runway and she always puts on a show. She says as far as Snatch Game putting on a Lizzo impersonation, she's got it down, but entertaining doesn't translate into funny. She tells her that she would talk in circles and she didn't know what the joke was until she thought of something. Tracy says it was a laundry list of Lizzo facts. She's Silky says that she literally made a sheet of Lizzo sayings and she studied it and took it, and which took out the spontaneity. Tracy will ask, is this Draco the Dragon constellation, to which Silky says, sure. Serain says she loves the hair and the puppeting. Ah, no, it's a falling meteor. Not for me.
1: Yeah, falling meteor. This meteor fell hard. It crashed.
0: Audience, 40% shooting star, 60% falling meteor. Next up is Raja O'Hara. No designers listed, but I'm assuming it was made by Raja. I will say this controversial statement again and again, pants are not a brand, they are not a personality. All you hoes blow and smoke up her ass that they love her in the pants. It's like what you did when you encouraged Trixie that her RuPaul impression was funny. It doesn't work, I'm over it. Wow, my baby, I'm ready for something new. I think this was so underwhelming. The silver on the top and the face was possibly the most intriguing elements here. Do not care for the black boots with this sultry navy, like they do not work, throws off the entire look for me. Um, I just don't get the
1: praise. I don't get celestial body. I don't get like I can see what she she's an alien? going for, but compared to literally everybody else, this is so underwhelming that it's yeah, honestly confusing that she was in the top this week. I agree. Um, her padding is really off, which is never never really happens with her. Like she's had a pretty great body from the start, but her hip pads are just like too wide this week. Yeah. Brooklyn
0: says she did not come to play with these hoes and says she was a joy to watch. Tracy says she gave them interaction with the other celebs and understood the character but also heightened it. Serene says she caught everything as she was really engaged and really listening as she held the space and Priyanka says it's shocking and looks like an icon. I will disagree and I will give it a falling meteor.
1: Can I give it a mediocre meteor? Sure, right in the middle. It's not. It's not good, it's not bad, but it's not bad. You'll give it like a soft shooting star. Yeah. The audience
0: 71 shooting star, 29 falling meteor. Anita Wiglet, look by Tamara Keen, headpiece by Filma's Workshop, jewels by House of Priscilla. I love how glamorous and beautiful this is with those punches of camp thrown in. The wig is foam with the plush moon. It's adorable. I don't like her with dark lips because it really just showcases the lip shape, which I think she really needs to start lining it or car- carve it out a bit. But I think the garment is divine. I love the playfulness of the violets and the navy with the glimmer and the rhinestones. It's a vintage look and works well with her.
1: I I like this look a lot. Um, it's maybe the best she's ever looked. I would say. Yeah. And people like even me. I'm I love a rhinestone. I love to rhinestone things. We really need to realize that if you want it to sparkle on TV, glitter is better. Yeah. Cause these girls, like Silky's, I think almost entire bodysuit is rhinestoned, and you can't see it. You can never see it on TV unless it's something that is like covered. Yeah, but the top, like Anita's wig, was sparkling immensely, and it's, it's just... that foam. It's that foam wig. Like, we just need to start utilizing glitter more.
0: Yep. Brooklyn says it's the kind of campy glamour she expects and says it looks beautiful. She says she had uh, not had the name in front of her and not told her who she was doing. She would not have known it was Adele. She says the jokes just didn't land. Tracy says she looked like she was having fun and asked her how she felt about it. And Anita says she thought she did quite well. She says she was only on her season for four episodes and wanted to show the world so much. And it's been two weeks where she just felt disappointed. She will remind us, look at the panel and says that two of these people did not do well in Snatch Game and look at them now. Thrain says she can still find the beauty and magic in her and says just because they have a different opinion doesn't mean she can't own those moments. And Priyanka says she has to let herself have the drag race journey and just live it. She says the runway is incredible and wants to put her in a museum or put her under her bed and hide her away forever, which is not creepy at all. Yeah, that was a really <laughs> weird comment. Um, I love this look. Shooting star.
1: Yeah, I'll give it a shooting star. It's, it's great.
0: Audience, 81% shooting star, 19% falling meteor. Rita Vega, look by Bunny Butterfly. Hair by Stephon Scaduto de César. Jewels by Amped Accessories. Hey. Um, I can't wait to possibly have uh, Mister Amped Accessories make me something for my Glam Awards look. Uh, we're working on something potentially. Ooh. Once I decide what color velvet jacket I'm going with, we'll, we'll decide what I'm making. But okay. I need a statement piece. I need. I need a thing. I need something. But I already told him I was like, I don't want drag. I want something like
1: cool. He does like yeah, cool like um, custom pieces for people.
0: And then I I was very careful not to say statement piece because then when you go on uh, the website and see statement pieces, I was like, I can't afford that.
1: The dinner plate <laughs> earring.
0: <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna find something. Um, but yeah, this was stunning. I love the structure of the sun on her back. It's so well constructed, ties into the shape she has on the gold sun in her chest. The peekaboo with the legs, quite sexy for an old bitch. Material just shines, the hair is on fire. This is one of her better looks of all time. She is literally smoking, baby.
1: This I think this might be the best she's ever looked. It gives, very similar to Kendall's entrance. Mm-hmm. It also gives very similar to Jan's promo for All Stars. <laughs> Which is it all that same designer?
0: Um, I it might be Bunny Butterfly. It might actually be.
1: Wait, wasn't she on Drag Race? Yes. Yes, 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 yeah. She made
0: the Thai uh, drag race Thailand.
1: Yeah. And she made um she made one for blue, she made one for jam.
0: Yep. yep. Okay, so, yeah. Hey, if you can be recognized for your work, that means you're a great designer. Just don't I make, mean... make everyone have the same thing.
1: There's only two designers that I've ever seen that I know exactly who they are. And one of them- And we're going to talk about another one. But... mm
0: mm-hmm. uh, I like this look. It was really cool.
1: Good I for her. This is great. It looks expensive. It looks nice. She looks pretty. It's a shooting star for me. Shooting star.
0: Audience, 82% shooting star, 18% falling meteor. Next up, Stephanie Prince. Look by Patrick Asarina. Here by um, by a mirage nails by nails by indigo a a uh, she knows what
1: a, a mirage a,
0: a mirage she knows how to serve a look not all drag artists are good at drag race but she might be proof that she can give you a look but maybe the challenges are not her forte uh she is serving you batala who is a tagalong ruler of the universe i love that she's bringing her culture to the world stage the colors are vibrant i love the blue serving as like a backdrop for that shimmering yellow to just pop the headpiece is beautiful the hair is a bit on the thirstier side i would have liked something a little bigger but she also knows how to paint like brilliant artistry on that makeup i mean
1: yeah i'll say it use your words every close-up it just didn't look that good i think like stephanie always looks good but for what she was going for The eyeliner needed to be blacker on the one side and the Mm. eyeliner needed to be whiter on the other side because they were both a little iffy compared to Mm. the severity of the contacts. Um, I love Abia Mirage so much. I've never seen her make a bad wig. I've never seen her with bad hair. This is the thinnest wig I've ever seen. And it's not good. I don't know if half of the hair is behind her. But this just isn't it. But every I, other think, I think I think you're know. right. I think there was some sort
0: of something in the back. Um, that I think I only saw an untucked. But
1: oh, maybe because it just looks really thin in the front and dry. But uh, Bia, I love you. Please don't ever dislike me. Do you have an Bia Mirage wig? No, I'm not that. I don't have that much money. <laughs> she makes nice wigs though. They're amazing. She's really she's amazing at hair and like keeping hair healthy. She's so good.
0: That's good.
1: Tracy says
0: her look is elegance grace and sparkle. Priyanka says she was so excited that she was here as on her season somebody sent her home too early as she is one of the funniest Queens but on snatch Games, she was not making her laugh. Brooklyn says she looked just like Cardi B but in the workroom they talked about um, how she shouldn't rely on the mannerism which is what she did. She says that Cardi is a big character, but she's not like that all the time. She says the look is stunning and says she is one of those girls. She always gets excited when they're coming up on the runway because she knows she will get a look. Serene says she only gave the stereotypes, but says Cardi is also really intelligent. I was looking for a little more of that, but says her outfit was great. And I was like, intelligence is not funny.
1: Well, because who's done like intelligent humor before and done well?
0: No one. Nobody. Uh, this look is, I enjoyed it. I'll give it a shooting star.
1: This to me is the same collection as her finale. Mm-hmm. Like these are like, they would walk the same runway. I like it. I love it. The blue is beautiful. The gold is beautiful. Her face looks great. The hair is new. But um, yeah, shooting star. I love it.
0: Audience 84% shooting star, 16% falling meteor. Fantasy Milan look and headpiece by Hon Atelier. Jewels by Crown Jewels UK. Nails by Cruelty Free. Claws and Shoes by Sim Adamson. Come on, hubby. Um, If you told me that the category was under the sea, I would have been like, slay. This is not giving me anything out of this world. It's ocean realness. I love blue and green metallic, but it's not the right color scheme for this category. And aside from missing the assignment, I think the look itself is fine. It's not reinventing the wheel. It's kind of what we expect to see on a drag race runway from um, at least one person of a season, though it is not actually Abraham Levy. It is very similar to Abraham Levy. Waiting for um, him
1: to I'm... yell at Vanity Milan for wearing something that looks like his designs that Literally. he created.
0: I'm just underwhelmed by this and I just see puffer fish.
1: Yeah, I I see like seahorse.
0: Yeah, we'll that's it. It. yeah, I can see it.
1: The first time that somebody wore something like this on Drag Race, it was revolutionary. It was new, blah, blah, blah. The last time we saw somebody wear one of these was Raja. And it was for show up queen. Like it was a throwaway look. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm so over this type of thing as I have one sitting in front of me, actually. (laughs) Um, And every time somebody does it now, I get scared because that Abraham Lovey guy comes for anyone that does anything anywhere close to what he does.
0: I can't say things on the podcast, but I know someone who worked for him for a while, and uh, that relationship was not great. Um, but he does great things. He's made some incredible looks. I think we've just used it all on drag race, and I think we need to actually reinvent the wheel. I think uh, let's find someone else. Things,
1: but stop yelling at people for trying. Like not everyone yeah. can afford your high prices. They are very expensive. Very very expensive. Um, yeah
0: uh he's a he's a a little crazy
1: Uh, he doesn't seem like the nicest person
0: (laughs) i uh, uh, anecdotally i remember when he made something for honey davenport and i was at the apartment getting ready for her getting onto the show um it was like a whole big thing where he's like yeah i made you a purse too and like and, and honey and everyone was like but we don't need a purse he's like but i have it you have to bring it and we're like but we didn't ask for it why do you do why did why did you make it
1: and he's like, and it's um, three hundred extra dollars. Literally,
0: yeah. Um, but vanity missed the mark. It's not C. It's a. It's, it's C, not uh, sky. I'll give it a falling
1: meteor. Yeah, I agree. I also just I wish there was maybe hair with it instead of a weird hat thing that doesn't really yeah. match. The shoes are stunning, but they like don't entirely match. Right. Because there's black all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, audience forty seven percent shooting star, fifty three percent falling meteor. Victoria Scon look and headpiece by Hon atelier, who did vanity's look here by Dan W. Chapman. There is so much I love about this, but I wish the rings didn't flop. I wanted them to like just spin around right. The color story is brilliant. I love that she's giving you the warmest reaches of space with the reds and yellows and golds while still introducing the blacks and purples and pinks. The headpiece is great, but could you imagine if it was double the size? Yeah. But what I think sets this apart for me is the paint. It's very vintage Hollywood in the shapes she selected with the hair and harkens back to like the olden days of science when we didn't know much about space, but there was still this obsession with what it could be. I think she did a really good job marrying modern and classic in this look.
1: I, I think this is so like stunning and gorgeous and it's, but it's also exactly what I said earlier. It's covered in stones and you can't, you can't even see tell. it. Yeah. Can't tell. I'm sure in person it's stunning. And when it's under a stage light, you can see every single stone, but stop stoning things for drag race. If it's not going to show up on camera, it's a waste of your time.
0: Brooklyn says she looks beautiful she says she looked like Kim Woodburn and sounded like her and had funny moments but waited for her to take it up a notch she will say that she is quiet in the competition asks if everything's comfortable and Victoria says she is in her happy place it's terrifying and has only had two episodes experience and Brooklyn will ask being a cis woman does she feel like she has and Victoria will have to cut her off and says a lot to prove and says all the time she has a lot of weight on her shoulders Serene says she didn't expect to like the Baroque uh, style with the futuristic vibe of the clothing. She says she got to know a little bit of her personality of who she is and how she wants to show up in drag, but didn't get that in Snatch Game because she wanted Kim Woodburn to freak out and was waiting for her to lose it 100%. Brianka says they will that they can all relate to her as she is the first Brown winner of the drag race and being uh, that stuff. And I was like, wait, wh- isn't Raja technically? Um, so she tells her to not rethink and there's a space for her and she's an icon and she's funny and she's welcome but yeah raja
1: Um, isn't raja indonesian
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i think priyanka means brown indian brown
0: okay fair that's fair
1: because i i would assume because i just also remember that there was there used to be this thing on tumblr called your fave is problematic and I'm assuming that they mean this way because um, Raja was on it for when she dressed up as um, an Indian god. Mm-hmm. And they were like, she's not Indian, so she's appropriating Indian culture. So I'm assuming that she means, like, brown as an in Indian. Okay, that's fair. Point taken. Because sometimes they call themselves the brown. I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping it's that. Yeah. Or she just regardless, Roger. <laughs>
0: Regardless, this look was beautiful.
1: It's a shooting star. Yeah, this is stunning. Shooting star.
0: Audience, 84% shooting star, 16% falling meteor. And finally, Isis Couture, look by Suki Doll. Hair by Drag Daddy Wigs, jewels by Silencia, mask by Dan Schaub, nails by Funeral Face Nails. It's that face mask. It is so glorious. Um, it's very, the whole look is very muted, but it has a shimmer in it. I wanted even more of that. The hips were definitely a choice. The mug is wild. It's like frostbite in space. I like it. And I know there's a lot to it. And um. Maybe we're not privy to all of this in a short amount of time, but this is a look that I would love to know her thought process behind, because yeah. it's kind of a fashion moment.
1: It's, in, in a similar vein to Stephanie's, to me, this is like the evolution of her finale look. Yes. Because it's got like a similar face and like a similar but darker color story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she had all the stuff around her face, and I feel like that was like the face mask. But the face mask also kind of gives me Star Wars I've never seen Star Wars, but it gives me Star Wars. What? Um, it's stunning. I like. Yeah, it. I, I really
0: enjoyed it. I can't believe you've not watched Star Wars.
1: No, I also haven't seen Lord of the Rings.
0: Look, that one's fine. Okay.
1: okay.
0: <laughs> um, fine. When you're when you come to New York, we're gonna watch all Star Wars. So there, there, there's, there's like your entire 40%? trip. <laughs> Brooklyn says she is a big fan of sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, and says she looks like the head of a dynasty of another planet. Tracy says her performance is quiet and nuanced and hilarious. She says Donatella is a person. They know what she looks like, but they don't know her as she's an enigma. And she dove into that pocket and worked with it. Serene says she would catch her eye and it was as though she was catching the eye of Donatella and wanted her to make fun of her. And Priyanka says it was interesting to watch someone snatch game and fall in love with the drag queen behind the character they're playing. She says it was incredible and well played. It's a great look, shooting star.
1: Yeah, it's stunning. The only thing about it is that I didn't realize the fabric was dyed, like a bunch of different shades of like blue, purple, and like mm-hmm. gray, yep. and it looked like it was um, like needed to be steamed until she got close enough, fair enough. Fair
0: enough. Um, shooting star, 86%, 14% falling medium. Now Brooklyn has decided that Rita and Vanity are safe, and based on the critique, Silky and Victoria are safe. Raja and Isis are the tops, with Anita and Stephanie as the bottom two. Do you agree? No. Me either. Now, here's my struggle, though. Isis, yes, top.
1: Yeah. Who's the other top? Exactly. I fully think that they should have just made the bottom two lip sync for their lives this weekend, because it was so obviously Isis was the winner. But I think they should have had silky in the bottom too but i mean we do know that
0: we've we we sometimes play around with rules sometimes two people sometimes three people i think silky should deserve to be in the bottom
1: i well it's also usually a bottom three and i feel like that makes it a little more like freaky but also like a little less because it's like a one in three chance depending on like who you are, obviously. And, and the- I, I
0: don't think with those three, it there was no way that Isis or Raja were going to send Silky home.
1: Yeah. But that would have been a giveaway. Give she away, just been to be in the bottom. I agree.
0: Well, we're going to head back to the workroom where there is some uh, bubbly for the babes. They are going to cheers being out of this world. How are the bottoms feeling? Well, Stephanie is disappointed and did not expect it at all. She says her fight is still there and she has fire in her pussy. Um, Apparently, we're allowed to use pussy in the world of Victoria, but that's fine.
1: There's just been a lot of vaginal talk this episode.
0: It's true. And I honestly, I personally, if I were in the room and hearing what Victoria said at the beginning of this episode, you are not going to hear me use any term that is pussy related. Pussy out, snatch out. Like I'm not going to discuss that.
1: I mean, most of the, the vaginal references this episode were Victoria because she kept Correct. making jokes about snatches and I was like, okay, play. But like, I just feel like if I was editing this episode, I would have maybe like toned it down. There was just so many.
0: And that's what I think is part of the conversation that we alluded to before is like, did anybody listen to the conversation or was it just said? And it's going to be a topic for certain people to discuss. And next week we'll talk about all these words again. I I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's just like, wow. Y'all really wanted to focus on like one thing a lot this episode. Not comedy. No. (laughs) (laughs) Anita
0: says, this is what they do for the living, but it hurts as you want to do so well, especially when you're the only one representing your country. She can't stop crying, but thank goodness for setting spray. Uh,
1: What setting spray do you use? Um... I just started using the Mayron setting spray, mm-hmm. and it's like putting a bottle of vodka to your like nose. It's so strong. <laughs> it burns, but like so far, it's very nice, but I also use Nyx, and I've also used Charlotte Tilbury, but it's so expensive.
0: Anita says she can't wait to rewatch it and realize that she was terrible, to which Silky thinks Anita can go home based on her delusion alone. I was like, ooh, cool, okay. I thought you were just best friends last week.
1: Oh, yeah. They were like besties.
0: Victoria is disappointed as she could have excelled in this challenge with a lights of fire under all three of her holes. She thinks that More Canada... whole talk. I know, right? She thinks the Canadian is rubbing off of her no more, Mrs. Nice Lady. Now, Isis is feeling fantastic. She's ready to fight with Raja. So how do they all plan on choosing who stays and who goes? Isis says it will come down to the conversations, and Raja says that she needs them to plead their case. So, with Raja, Anita says that she wants the opportunity to show her growth from her season and what else she can do. She will know that she never did a reading challenge and she won it. She wants to prove that she can turn around, turn it around, and says that her chances of winning are bombing. Raja tells her that she needs to get out of her system, invites her to twerk a little bit. And they do. How cute. For why. <laughs> raja says she could eliminate anita as she is a comedy queen and knows that there will be comedy challenges coming up but says she could keep around because she's not that confident right now now stephanie tells isis that she wants to be there so badly and isis will ask her what she has over anita and stephanie says comedy and deadpan no pause isis tells her she can't do comedy we love sisterhood
1: that was so good that moment you can't do comedy (laughs) It was so funny. Also, Stephanie of that cast, other than Vanity Milan, is probably like the highest caliber dancer. She could have said that, and literally I the dancer.
0: I mean, it was almost like, you almost have to wonder if Stephanie was trying to be funny in that moment, and that's why she said it.
1: Yeah,
0: like it just didn't work.
1: But I guess pretty much almost everything that Stephanie excelled in in her season that she, she was in the show, she was beat out by ISIS. Literally. Except for the dance challenge because Stephanie was safe on the dance challenge but like bottom safe and Isis lip synced. Right. But the episode before that they were the top two of the week Mm -hmm. when Stephanie should have won but that's just my opinion.
0: Now Isis tells her that she thinks she started off strong on Snatch Game but then it was one note and will tell her that what Anima gave, she didn't find funny at all. Isis reminds her that they got rid of one Canadian girl. Does she want to get rid of another? This is going to play into her decision. Stephanie knows that Isis knows she has more to show. They're sisters. She just doesn't know how Raja is going to make her decision when that plays out. The couch kids want to listen in as they wonder what Stephanie will be saying. And Vanity thinks she needs to fight and choose her words right. And will the Canadian girls stick together is going to be the big question mark. With Raja, Stephanie tells her that she needs to show more of her personality. She says coming back there and commuting against big personalities it's hard. But if she stays, they're going to see fun, Stephanie. and See the roar. Raja will tell us that she's waiting. You can't wait till the finale to see if she'll bring in the greatness. She needs to bring in now. Anita doesn't want to bag Stephanie, but Isis gives her permission. So Anita says she's been doing drag for 12 years and she loves Stephanie, but she feels she has more decorum and grace and is more deserving of a spot to stay. I found that a very interesting comment where she's trying very much to be congenial and kind without saying Stephanie doesn't deserve to be here. She hasn't proven herself yet.
1: Yeah, it was a, definitely a really strange way to go about it. Like, it was kind of, like, the way, and the way, the things that she said, like, I have more decorum and grace and, like, style. I was like, maybe not. Like, right. Stephanie has shown that she's, like, gorgeous and has amazing looks and can present them pr- pretty well. I don't know about last, like, first week, but, like, love you, Anita, but you're not very known for, like, the best looks. No. So you're yeah. kind of like a character foil to each other. Cause one of you is really funny, but not the best looking. And one of you is amazing looking, but not the funniest. Right.
0: Now we're going to watch the two Queens and their lip sync looks. And I was like, Oh wow. We're ready to rock out those mullets. Now I will say if I were ever leader of the world, the first thing I would ban are mullets.
1: I mean, nothing's as bad as Brooklyn. So,
0: Oh, it's terrible.
1: I liked it for like 10 minutes and then I looked at it a lot and I was like, hmm.
0: I think what bothers me is the perm part of it. It's like perm mullet and it's like you can't have both because both hairstyles are bad
1: individually. It also always looks like greasy. It's very greasy. You can um, tell when someone's hair isn't naturally curly and they make it curly because it always looks greasy. Yeah.
0: All right, the top two return as they are about to lip sync for the world. This song is skater boy by the pop punk princess of the great white North Avril Levine. I screamed at the song selection. I was so happy. Um, do I still remember every word
1: you bet your ass? I do. I'm so mad. You want that song? I'm so mad. UK versus the world. They said, Oh, we're going to use like UK songs, but like mostly like we're just doing whatever this year. And then Canada has our little like laws about Canadian content. So we have to use Canadian songs. And it's all stars, so they have to use the great Canadian songs. So they already used "My Dream." I I wanted the first week's lip sync song was my dream. If I oh, got yeah? in the bottom of my season, that's what I wanted. And then they got Skater Boy. They're using all of the songs that I want.
0: <laughs> okay, so what's your third? What are they going to use next week?
1: Um. Well, I I I also wanted Beauty and the Beat, and they used that in the last season of Canada's Drag Race. So who knows what's next? Probably um oh my god who was they saying i was like why haven't they done that yet oh they're gonna do um i'm like a bird by Nelly Furtado next week
0: uh-huh probably not. hey listen i'm ready for the finale lip sync to most likely be man i feel like a woman i don't know you don't think so you
1: don't think that don't Shania? Know, we haven't had shania yet i know we haven't hmm, interesting which they've done on america they sure have Regular Drag Race, please stop stealing our good Canadian songs. Y'all took Call Me Maybe, and we were like, okay, maybe you can have that one, but then you keep taking them. But there's
0: there's a lot in the Carly Rae Jepsen songbook you can choose from.
1: Yeah. But yeah, like, that's the
0: classic, though. What's the classic? Isis had this in the bag. Like The look was so perfect for it, and she had the energy the song deserved. Raja was there, did not do anything as good as Isis did. And I do think there were some moments where we did catch Raja, not knowing the words, especially yep. during the bridge, she was quite off.
1: Isis ate that girl up. Mm-hmm. I think it's
0: a tragedy. If you don't know all the words to skater Single? boy, it's, I mean, it's been out. Oh, I think as long as I've been alive. Like that was my freshman year of high school. So, like, Rajo definitely would have known it, because she's older than I am.
1: Yeah, like, we listen to that CD in the car every day.
0: Yeah.
1: It was Um, on the radio. It's in movies.
0: I hope Avril Lavigne shows up as a guest judge. That'd be cool.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if she would. She seems like she's kind of doing anything for clout these days. Yeah, let's do it. The winner is Riley Isis Couture. She wins a luxury vacation for two to
0: Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, courtesy of air Canada of vacations and while you're there go see my friend suddenly seymour she's great go see her um
1: i want a trip to fucking mexico yeah i'm like damn when i get on i better win a trip
0: <laughs> uh, no you're just gonna win snag tights
1: <laughs> well they they were not a part of canada's drag race until like this last season or this last episode I'm excited to win Shoppers Drug Mart point. Oh, they have A not mentioned that once point. this
0: season. They have not said that. Are they not the sponsors? We're not getting anything from Shoppers Drug Mart.
1: Maybe they're just down to the sponsor. Well, also Trojan. That's they true. Don't know anything about Trojan? Maybe they're just doing regular drug or Canada's Drag Race.
0: Maybe. All right. So
1: who's getting the boot? ISIS
0: has decided to eliminate Stephanie as she is going by track record. The has spoken. The Calgary Queen is gone. Do you think this was the right decision for? Isis
1: I mean I want to say no because I'm I'm the Calgary Queen (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like I don't know if Stephanie had much more to show competition wise but I am so excited to see every look that she is hopefully taking photos of and posting on Instagram she's I don't know how she comes up with these things because everything is so like pretty and so nice and gorgeous Except one look that she had for her original season I didn't like, but that's fine. Um I just like I'm sad that I won't get to like watch her walk the runway every week. Can they just yeah. keep her so that she can walk the runway?
0: Hey, maybe call call Brooklyn. Maybe she'll do that for you.
1: Oh yeah, I have her phone number.
0: <laughs> I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are you ready? Okay, yes. What is Stephanie's legacy? Wings? <laughs> She loves those wings.
1: For them a few times.
0: I, I think she is a really interesting Drag Race contestant because we all want her to do well. I, I don't think there's anyone who's ever been anti-Stephanie Prince. Like She's really, yeah. really engaging. As you mentioned, her runways most of the time are quite spectacular. Yeah. Um, I think she just hasn't hacked the maxi challenge part of Drag Race yet.
1: I think there's also something to be said still to this day about um UK, down under, uh, all the English speaking drag races and the way that they will like actively kind of let some people slide on things. But if you're ESL, they will not give you any sort of help with that Right. in challenges where like what somebody that's ESL says could be super funny in the way that they're used to like stringing together like their natural tongue. But when they're doing it in English or whatever, like it's not as funny. And then they're marked down for that when that's not really something they could entirely help. Right. Like they're not given an equal chance. In my opinion, like it's always happening.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I don't know Stephanie's background, how much um, she speaks, either Tagalong, Bisaya, whatever. But I would like to see her on... Of Philippines versus the world. I think that is going to be, it's going to happen because Drag Race Philippines blew up to the point where um, it's probably one of the most underrated franchises the show has, um, and I'd like to see her get to compete with um, other, other Filipinos and really showcase the culture that she wants. That she did get to showcase a little bit here, um, and and do it in an atmosphere where it's so celebrated on that show. Um, so I would love to see her get another chance. I hope, in the meantime, she just works on some of those other um, challenges that she's going to have to do again. Like, if there's an acting challenge, you better get ready to do it. Like, you, there's no more excuses.
1: I mean, but in what I was saying before, maybe if it's in her natural, like, language, she'll Agreed. absolutely excel. And she'll, like, win the season, like, every episode. And people will be like, how did she not do this on her season? Because she wasn't really in early
0: there it is no i I agree i think um i think philippines versus the world is going to be a good stop for her
1: next week is
0: (laughs) a ball a design challenge and some of these hoes did quite bad and even eliminated on a design challenge while others did very well who's going to thrive and who is going to be the queen of the sewing machine is it going to be isis or is it going to be raja
1: Um, it's probably going to be both
0: i think it's going to be the top two again like who else is going to do better?
1: I mean, I think I know the top two of next week.
0: I swear to God, if Rita Vega comes out with a fucking terrible design challenge look again and gets a win, I will lose my mind.
1: That... I... Oh
0: Sarzia Anakwe got fucked over!
1: She had the puffy jacket, right? Yes! Yes, yeah, she should have won, 100%. A million, 100 million thousand percent. And... Uh probably Lemon shouldn't have been in the bottom, and then Juicebox, and Rita could have lip-synced, and Juicebox could have sent Rita home. And then Juicebox could have stayed.
0: Whoa, that's the multiverse we all
1: need. Juicebox on Drag Race again? I would love to see it.
0: I'm here for it. Let, you know what? Let's do an international um first boot season. T, That's the show we want. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think the ball all...
1: can go home first again. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love her though. I can't. I love her, but her she's again.
1: not Drag Race material.
0: No, I'm. I want to interview her, and I'm very nervous. To what the interview's
1: gonna be. She's stunning, gorgeous, the most conceptual look queen ever. Maybe gorgeous. like she thinks of the craziest things, and they always look amazing.
0: Yeah, her gra- her granddaughter <laughs> might be a little better. Sminty,
1: I love Sminty, but Sminty's also good TV. Sminty's brilliant TV.
0: Sminty will definitely be back, and she'll be back every single time they call her.
1: I want. Well, there's talk about UK All Stars already, so there is. I already have my list of who I think the
0: cast should be, but we'll see. We'll see. After two episodes, the winner of the season is.
1: Oh. Yes. Okay, but like I know the top two of the season, so I don't want to say. <laughs> well, ba- well,
0: based on these two episodes, who two is episodes. leading the pack? Isis Kasoor yeah i would say isis is definitely the 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 one in the lead has the best track record the best um, um package that i've witnessed um, She could have been in the
1: top for the last episode
0: absolutely she could have um, Rita so, should have been in the bottom yes uh yeah 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 i don't know i mean i think it's a very interesting season because there's no one like two episodes in who's like super standout um other this than ISIS. Yeah, the, the, this game is is hard. It's because you're voting at your sissies. So,
1: yeah, and two out of the four Canadians are
0: gone. Oop! All right, where can we find you on social media and any projects you want to plug?
1: I am at tana underscore nuff underscore on and tana like tana mojo t a n a n u f f um on like pretty much every social media. Um, do we have any projects coming up? Not really. I'm just like alive you're thriving fun stuff i post pretty pictures and i, I do my little dancy dance for money
0: <laughs> as you gotta do well thank you so much for being here it's always a pleasure to
1: have you on the show thank you for having me i love talking shit about people i know and people i don't
0: The biggest thanks to Tana for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like this love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.